Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Bill Steinbach is behind the glass, a.k.a. Pomp Jr. Bob Pompiani behind the microphone, and we are here taking your calls for the next hour at 412-928-9370. You can also follow this radio station on Twitter, 93.7 The Fan, driven by Shirky Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram with locations in North Huntington and North Hills. And you can text us on the Edgar Snyder and Associates fan text line 928-9370. Edgar Snyder and Associates reminds you to text responsibly. A lot of items on the table. If you were listening in the first hour, we'll carry some of those over here. Let's go out to Woody in South Carolina, as promised. Woody, you're on the air. How are you? Hey, Bob. How are you doing today? Doing wonderful. How about you? Not bad. Uh, yes, I do think there's too many outdoor games. I would not be surprised if the Penguins moved to Phil Castle after next year, the year after, I mean, it's just, it's a money thing, I think, with Phil when it comes down to it. But my two questions for you is this. Why are the Penguins not playing Ricola on defense? And my other question, and I hope that you're going to give me the answer I want, is do you think the Penguins will trade Tristan Jari? Because, in my opinion, DeSmith has not shown me anything. Uh, I'm going to hear your replies on that, Bob. I know you got more callers, and I thank you for giving me the opportunity. All right, Woody, thank you for calling. Um... With regard to, we'll start with the goaltending first. Tristan Jari, I would not trade him. Uh, the reason I wouldn't, because I already traded Philip Gustafson. Uh, and you may think DeSmith is your you know, backup. He signed for three years. That's all fine. But the, the goaltending depth after that, uh, I'm not sure what it is. Uh, Tristan Jari was looked upon once when he was drafted as a guy who could be a franchise-level goaltender, and I'm not going to give up on him. After I traded Gustafson last year in that big deal um, that acquired Derek Broussard, which did not work. Uh, with regard to Ricola, uh, I tend to agree with you. I'd play him more. Jack Johnson, uh, all the metrics on him are not all that good. Uh, he's in there. Uh, he's better than what people have you know, thought of him, but he's not as good as he should be based on the five-year deal he got. Uh, they miss Mata, you know, no doubt about that. And I think hopefully he'll be back for the postseason. If not, you might see another defenseman coming in here by Monday, which is the day of the trade deadline. But I'm not sure of that, but I would not trade Tristan Jari. Let's go to Carol in Pittsburgh, 412-928-9370. Carol, you're welcome, uh, or thank you for joining us. <laughs> if you say something, I'll say you're welcome, but go ahead. <laughs> Hi, Bob. <laughs> Hi, Carol, you're welcome. <laughs> hey, um, I'm on the Penguins, too. I just do not see them as a playoff contender this year. They're, they are so discombobulated. I don't know if it's because we lost Talkit as you know their training coach for the forwards because their breakouts out of their own end are horrible. They Nobody knows who to pass to. Sullivan keeps mixing up the lines. Nobody knows who they're going to play with from one shift to another, and I just think they're a mess. Well, they've been erratic, that's for sure, Carol. You know, um, I don't, you know there are times they look really good and times they don't, and you want some consistency based on what we see here so far. And, you know, they find themselves in a very precarious situation. As I said, they have a game in hand, Columbus does, on the Penguins, both with 71 you know, Washington is four ahead. Islanders with a game in hand are six ahead. The Islanders have a lot of cap money, too. I wouldn't be surprised if they make a big deal at the trade deadline here. They have some, you know, some things they can do. Uh, they have some picks they can trade. That's a good team for Barry Trotz. And, 
you know, even if well, you look at it right now, the wild card as it would be, Pittsburgh would be the second wild card, which means they would start with Tampa, which has ninety eight points, eighteen more than anyone else in the game. That's not yeah, a, that's and, not the way you want to start the playoff run. Well, if I was the Islanders, I'd be careful because you saw what the Broussard trade did to us last year. We had some good games going last year, and and we traded some key pieces to get him, and it messed up the chemistry. So I'd be careful if I were the Islanders with that kind of stuff. Yeah, but they but, do. They do. You know, if you're going to go beyond just winning this division, I think you need something else up there. They have a lot of good young guys. I wouldn't give up any of them, but. I would I would look for something to you know, some sort of veteran to come in because typically that's what a young team needs at this yeah, time of I the did, year. But I think the Penguins they they need something different, and I don't know I don't know if Sully's losing the room or I don't know they just do not look good. And even the games that they've won, they haven't looked all that good. No, they go through you know playing uh, instead of sixty minutes, forty minutes a lot, and they have one right. good period and they have two off periods, and it's you just really and when it happens at the start of the game, it's even more inexcusable. Right. For Carol, thanks. Here's a okay, question Bob. I'll throw out because I, I brought this up on the Cook and Joe show on Monday, and it's it's a legit question. If I had to ask you if the Penguins, and I don't think they will, let me just state that, I think the Penguins will get into the playoffs, but if they don't, which is a bigger fail? The Penguins not making this in a field that's loaded with a bunch of opportunity or the Steelers not winning their division after they started 7-2-1? and one? If I had told you that at the beginning of the season, not knowing the Steelers were 7-2-1 and one with a two-and-a-half game lead, you would have told me the Penguins. But with the Penguins, uh, you know, they've had a lot of success here. It would have been disappointing because there are 16 teams that make playoffs. But with the Steelers, if you knew that 7-2-1 and one was going to happen that late into the season and you had gimmies supposedly with Denver, Oakland, Cincinnati, and all those other teams they should have beaten, that to me is a bigger fail if I'm going to group it as such. So let me hear what you have to say on that, 412-928-9370. Also, I mentioned Zion Williamson. Uh, Andrew just told me, uh, and Andrew Filippone is doing CBS National Radio today, but uh, his show, they got a lot of, a lot of interest on the Zion Williamson. Uh, we didn't get all that much on the sports call, uh, but it was also a day where a lot was trending with Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell, so I understood that. But, so you watch the Duke game. If you went there and paid $2,900 a seat, or what's going on in this sports-crazed world in which we live? Seriously, Bill. 2900 to go to a Duke, North Carolina regular season game in February? Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's insane. It is, but people were doing it. All the stars were there. Barack Obama was there. Everyone's showing up, and 30 seconds in, the guy they came to see is done. Because the Nike shoe he's wearing just completely gave out. Do you remember when Nike, the best advertising to me, and they're very good at it, by the way. I think Nike does a great job of promoting their brand, and they have. But Tiger Woods chipping in on Augusta, number 16, final day, wearing red, where that ball just trickled into the hole, and yet it held up just enough for the swoosh to be seen before it landed at the bottom of the cup at the Masters. That was the best Nike moment in terms of making that. Everyone remembers that. Everybody knows that. You remember the swoosh. This, people are going to remember Nike for shoes that blow out. And if you can't get your best player in the country who's going to be the number one pick in the NBA draft, a pair of shoes that doesn't work. Are you kidding me? I'm surprised by that. But anyway, so he suffers some sort of sprain. The question now becomes, if you're him, and I'll ask you, Bill, because you're a young guy, and let's say you had millions of dollars riding on this. If you're him, do you come back and play for Duke the rest of the season? No, I wouldn't come back. Why? I don't think it's worth it. You know, If he gets hurt again, his whole career could be messed up. Well, then why did he go there in the begin with? Just the status quo to go. 
Well, the rule is you have to go, but you don't have to go there. You just have to be one year removed from high school. It doesn't say you have to play in college. It says you have to be. He could have not done anything. He could have gone to Europe. He could have gone to the G League. He could have gone to any league. But if you're going to do it, I still think it's beneficial for young guys to get a taste of that just because when you're an 18-year-old kid, there's a lot to learn. And he is a man-child, but you're going in the NBA. You're going to be dealing with some of the biggest men you've ever dealt with in your life. Um, I would... I would not fault him if he wanted to come back and play the rest of the season. You'll get a chance to experience a college March Madness, be a part of it, win a championship. Those are memories that don't go away. Now, it's ultimately his decision. I'm sure the people who are part of his family and his, his agent group, they're going to tell him, hey, man, you're risking a lot of money here. I'm sure he has an insurance policy too. But if, if, he, should side, if he decides not to, what if you're Mike Krzyzewski and then Two of your other guys who are soon to be number two and number three overall draft picks in the NBA, following Zion Williamson. How about if Cam Reddish says, hey, Coach K, I saw that injury, man. I don't want to play now either. I'm done. And he's not injured, but he's just not going to play. Right? How about Reddick, the other guy down there? How about he says, you know what? I'm done too. All of a sudden, a Duke team that was supposed to win the championship goes, they may not even survive one round in the NCAA tournament. I mean, that's, that's realistic. What would you do if you were them? I think you have to stay. You know, at some point, the being part of the team has to come into your mind. But you just said if you're Zion, you'd go. He got hurt. If I got hurt, I'd leave. If I didn't get hurt, I'd stay. Well, but how about if these guys get hurt next week? Depends on the injury as well. <laughs> I know it's a tough call. The it NBA, is. the NBA now has gone. You know, right after that, I think a day after that, they've they, they put out a little thing where they want to change the rules now. First of all, if you're good enough, it it will affect so few people. I'm sorry. If you're good enough to go straight to the NBA like Moses Malone did or like anyone who's capable, then you should go. LeBron James didn't need to go anywhere. He goes straight to the NBA, right? If you're that good, you should go if that's your choice. No one should stand in your way. So I'm glad they're going to do that. I, I think the same actually should be true in football, although the NFL does not like if you're going to cut short their farm system. That's essentially what you got in the NFL. You got an NCAA group that is their farm system. Are you kidding me? It's free. You don't even have to operate it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.